When we reframe our expectations of who we can connect with on LinkedIn, we can change the way we set our goals, search for new connections, and set up our expectations for success on the platform. It's not just about logging in, finding clients, and leaving. It's really about having fun and finding a home for yourself somewhere online. And I think LinkedIn is one of the better and easier ways and places to do that. You're listening to Messy in the Middle, the show here to help you navigate the messy blend that is life and business today. I'm your host, Haley Johnson, and my guests and I are here to dish out all the hot takes, big wins, and seriously messy moments that come with being an entrepreneur. So grab another cup of coffee, you know you want to, and let's get into it. All right, friends, welcome back to Messy in the Middle. Uh, If you've been following me for a while or know me in real life in any capacity, then you probably know the story of how I accidentally became a LinkedIn expert. But if you're new here, here's the rundown. I had a part-time job working for a marketing startup when I graduated college, and they spent a lot of time helping their clients leverage LinkedIn. They had programmers, they used bots, and they taught me everything I know about how to really piss people off in the LinkedIn DMs. But my job was not to man the bots, no. My job was to write a blog series all about how to use LinkedIn the right way, how to make genuine connections, how to post quality content, and how to network the right way without using bots or spam to grow your network. Now, I'm not saying that my approach to this assignment is the reason that I was downsized. (laughs) and that my blog series never saw the light of day. But shortly after submitting this series, I was downsized, and my posts never did see the light of day. So I did what any rational person would do, and I used my newfound knowledge to become a LinkedIn expert, grow a marketing and lead gen agency, and teach online service providers how to create genuine connections and leverage their LinkedIn presence to grow their business. No bots necessary. But along the way, I learned that my love of LinkedIn was not very common among other online service providers. They'd been beaten down by too many spammy DMs, too much broy marketing advice, and corporate trauma to ever want to touch LinkedIn with a 10-foot pole, let alone turn to it for their primary marketing and lead gen strategy. So I've spent more time than I care to admit over the last few years (laughs) defending LinkedIn helping my creative friends find space on this platform, and coming up with some seriously simple strategies to make LinkedIn a fun and effective place to spend time online and grow your business or your personal brand. So let's dive into it. The biggest reason a lot of people don't like LinkedIn or don't want to use LinkedIn is really just a mismatch between their expectations of LinkedIn and the reality of creating a strategy for the platform. In today's fast-paced world, the sexiest thing that someone can market to us is taking a big risk for a big reward at the end. And LinkedIn perpetuates this concept too. If you do any sort of research into LinkedIn's best practices, you'll find a list of suggestions for how to optimize your LinkedIn strategy. And that list is overwhelming and honestly unrealistic. LinkedIn suggestions for content strategy are based on the profiles of celebrities like Mark Cuban, Ariana Huffington, and Bill Gates. These high-profile people are business moguls 
who have millions of followers and thousands of connections. But let's be real. They also have entire teams managing their online presence. And running their LinkedIn is probably somebody's full-time job. So all of that time that us normal people are encouraged to spend planning and trying to create enough content, share enough posts, and engage enough to be successful on LinkedIn is really just being spent chasing an unattainable goal. Instead of trying to maximize our output and check as many boxes as possible on the list of what makes up a, quote, ideal LinkedIn strategy, let's focus on maximizing our impact. Because realistically, it only takes a little bit of high-quality effort to succeed on LinkedIn. And the big LinkedIn celebrities just don't want you to know that. Creating a LinkedIn strategy is very much like the story of the tortoise and the hare. You can jump in and do the most and maybe get some results quickly, but ultimately burn yourself out. Or you can go slow and steady and reach the finish line with enough energy and momentum to keep getting results far after the race is over. So when you're entertaining a new strategy or idea, it can be difficult to wrap your head around that slow and steady approach. But I promise you, when it comes to LinkedIn, slow and steady wins the race every single time. Another big reason that I hear almost every single day for not being on LinkedIn is not liking all of the spam. Now, I used to think that people meant they didn't want other LinkedIn users to think that they were spammy. I created resources and scripts and an entire training all about how online service providers can build genuine relationships to find quality leads on LinkedIn without being spammy. And I'll leave a link to that training in the description of this podcast episode if that's something you're interested in. But I realized that People don't really care about being seen as spammy. They don't want to deal with the spam that they're getting on LinkedIn. And like, I get it, but that excuse is bullshit. Spam is everywhere. It is an annoying and shitty, but inevitable part of life in the digital age. And if your only reason for not liking LinkedIn is that you don't like getting spam messages, then I hope you're off Instagram an email, and that you don't have a cell phone number because there is no escaping spam in the digital world that we live in. Rant aside, yeah, there's spam on LinkedIn. But there are also hundreds of millions of real people who aren't spammy robots, who need your services, your friendship, and your expertise. So just like you don't let the bots selling followers ruin Instagram, or the random robocalls that you've probably received one of while listening to this episode, ruin your cell phone. Don't let the jerks using bots to send spammy and impersonal messages ruin LinkedIn for you. And finally, there are a lot of online service providers out there who are intimidated by the idea of professionalism on LinkedIn. Many of us left the corporate world behind, and LinkedIn is just a reminder that we ran screaming from our cubicles before becoming business owners. But at the end of the day, LinkedIn is what you make of it. If you want to be super polished and buttoned up and wear blazers, go for it. But if you want to rock some curly hair, wear bright colors, and drop an F-bomb or two, that's just as valid on LinkedIn as it is anywhere else that you represent yourself online. There are no rules for what is acceptable or professional behavior on LinkedIn. So just be yourself and have fun with it. 
This week's episode of Messy in the Middle is sponsored by Thought Leaders Collective. Are you so sick of Facebook groups? Totally over Instagram pods? Looking for a place to find community and collaboration online without all the spammy sales, bro marketers, and frankly, bullshit that comes with the online space? Then boy, do I have the thing for you. Thought Leaders Collective is for the online service provider who is ready to step into the spotlight and make a name for themselves, but is just plain tired of coming up with fresh new content for every platform every week. You just want to log on, share your genius, and bask in the glow of your newfound visibility. But it can't be that easy, can it? With Thought Leaders Collective, it totally can. Weekly thought leadership prompts delivered straight to your inbox. Co-working sessions so you can carve out the time to actually be visible on LinkedIn, strategic planning to get you laser focused, and a supportive community of other online service providers who just get it. What more could you ask for? I could tell you stories of members like Rachel, who had someone submit an inquiry on her site within hours of posting her first TLC prompt. Or Kira, who said, Haley, this LinkedIn shit is bananas. My visibility and reach are insane. Or Meg, who is a self-described LinkedIn stan, now that TLC is supporting her content and community needs. Or you could go to thepropagy.com slash TLC and use code MESSY at checkout to get your first month free and see for yourself how great TLC and LinkedIn can be. That's thepropagy.com slash TLC with code M-E-S-S-Y at checkout to get your first month free. After that, it's just 27 bucks a month and you can cancel anytime, but I doubt you'll want to. Can't wait to see you on LinkedIn. So now that we've taken everything you thought you knew about LinkedIn and thrown it out the window, let's reset. What is LinkedIn? LinkedIn is not a transactional client platform. It's not like Upwork or Fiverr or even the Facebook groups that people spam their info in. LinkedIn is a place for you to build relationships. What kind of relationships? Like literally so many kinds. (laughs) Yes, LinkedIn is a place for clients, connecting with former clients, finding new clients, et cetera. But it's also a place to connect with old friends and use those connections to make new ones. It's a place to find referral partners, biz besties, and friendly faces who you never know when they will be of use to you, or you will be of use to them, or you'll be able to refer someone to them or vice versa. When we reframe our expectations of who we can connect with on LinkedIn, we can change the way we set our goals, search for new connections, and set up our expectations for success on the platform. It's not just about logging in, finding clients, and leaving. It's really about having fun and finding a home for yourself somewhere online. And I think LinkedIn is one of the better and easier ways and places to do that. But what about LinkedIn content? Unlike Instagram, where like you are expected to create so much content that is visually pleasing and engaging and, you know, this and that, and you have to show up every day and your posts only last for like 30 minutes before people stop seeing them. LinkedIn's different. It's not a place to post and ghost, drop promotional content every day, and just expect inquiries to flood your inbox, but it is a place that you can easily provide value to your network and beyond. How can you provide value? 
You can provide value in a really obvious way by teaching about your zone of genius, but you can also provide value by being real with your audience and sharing how your unique experiences and point of view influence your business, your services, and your life in general. And there's an even deeper place to get to here when it comes to being real. A lot of the real life content on LinkedIn is just as fake and highlight really as it is on Instagram. So if you really want to stand out on LinkedIn, right from the heart, it's not about bragging about the random act of kindness you did to a stranger and like weirdly relating it back to business someday. It's writing about the obstacles you've overcome, the challenges you've faced, and the ways that you've grown as a person and a business owner and really changed because of those experiences. If you don't have anything real to write about, you don't have to make something up. You can use your platform to amplify others and shine a light on their accomplishments and their achievements and provide value to your network by exposing them to new people and ideas. And this brings me to my final point about what LinkedIn is. LinkedIn is a place to gain visibility. Posts on LinkedIn are longer lasting, farther reaching, and so much more impactful than on any other platform. And that's mostly due to the LinkedIn algorithm. Now, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I actually understand how algorithms work, but on a surface level, LinkedIn's is pretty simple. It values engagement. So if you post something and someone likes it on Instagram, Instagram would just be like, cool, someone liked this. You get one heart. On LinkedIn, LinkedIn sees that someone likes your post and shows their entire network that they liked your post. Same with comments and shares. So any type of engagement on your content boosts the potential reach by hundreds to thousands. That's hundreds to thousands of real people who know people that you know and could be your ideal client or your new biz best friend or whatever it is that you're looking for. Not only does this increase the number of people who see your content and expand that net to those outside of just your network, it also increases the lifespan of your post because the algorithm is always showing your content to new people and getting new engagements and continuing that cycle. Posts can stay at the top of someone's LinkedIn feed for days or even weeks before getting buried in other content. So that post that you worked so hard on will have more than a couple hours to get recognized. So now we have a solid understanding of what LinkedIn is, who it's for, and how it works. Well, kind of based on my limited algorithm understanding. And I know you're probably thinking, wow, this sounds like a lot. How the heck am I supposed to make it all work and do it perfectly and get it all done? Well, the number one thing to do is drop the word perfect. Nothing is perfect. Nothing will ever be perfect. And nothing has to be perfect, especially not on LinkedIn. The best thing you can do to start growing your network gaining credibility as a thought leader, and gaining traction on LinkedIn is to just start. And to help you out, I'm giving my podcast listeners their first month of my favorite thing I've ever made, Thought Leaders Collective, absolutely free. Thought Leaders Collective is the next big thing when it comes to LinkedIn thought leadership, content creation, and community among other online service providers on LinkedIn. Members enjoy weekly thought leadership prompts, co-working sessions, quarterly strategizing workshops, and more to come. It's just $27 a month, and you can get started today for free 
when you go to thepropagy.com slash TLC, click join now and enter code messy at checkout. That's M-E-S-S-Y to get your first month free when you go to thepropagy.com slash TLC and use the code at checkout. I cannot wait to see you inside and I cannot wait to see you on LinkedIn. If you are listening to this, you can share this podcast on LinkedIn as a tester, you know, first post. You can get your first prompt from TLC and share that as a tester. You can share your latest Instagram post over to LinkedIn. I just want you to do something to get started. And then once you start to see the traction and the engagement and the conversation you're able to have on LinkedIn, I promise you, you'll be hooked. So once again, go to thepropagy.com slash TLC, click join now and enter code messy at checkout, or just go to LinkedIn and write something. You seriously can't mess this up. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I cannot wait to chat with you over on LinkedIn. Bye. Hey there. Thanks for listening all the way to the end, or more likely, thanks for leaving your phone just far enough away that you can't get to it in time to skip past this part. If you like what you heard, don't forget to rate and leave a review. And shout out to my guests for joining me, my dog for not barking, my editor Chrissy for doing her thing, and my friend Devin for letting me use his music. You can check out all of the links for the podcast, anything mentioned in today's episode, and the amazing people who helped me put on the show in the show notes. Bye!